Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I'm Rabbi Utsdaya, and today we will be studying Daf 95, Sadi Hay, in the ninth chapter of Masechet Pesachim. The Mishnah starts on top of the page. Ma ben Pesach HaRishon Rasheni? HaRishon asur b'val yira'e u'val yimatze, v'hasheni hamet u'matza imo babayt. The translation. What is the difference between the first Pesach and the second Pesach? The first Pesach is subject to the prohibition of shall not be seen and shall not be found. And on the second Pesach, Hametz and Matzah may be in his house. Meaning, on the first Passover, the prohibition against any kind of leaven applies to the extent of not be seen and not be found. But on Pesach Sheni, a person may have leavened and unleavened bread in his or her house. So does this mean there is no Isur of Hametz, no prohibition against leavened bread on Pesach Sheni? The Gemara questions that. Tanur Rabbanan, Kechol chukat ha-Pesach, Ya'ase oto. Yachol, Kishem shaharishon asur, Bevali ra'e, Uvali matze, Kach sheni asur, Bevali ra'e, Uvali matze. Talmud lomar, Al matzot, Omerorim, Yochluhu. Our Rabbi is taught, According to all the statutes of the Passover, They shall keep it. This is quoting Bamidbar, chapter 9, verse 12. You might think, just as the first is subject to the prohibition of Hametz, shall not be seen and shall not be found, so too is the second subject to the prohibition of shall not be seen and shall not be found. Therefore it is stated, they shall eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Now let's have a look what Rashi explains. But here we are going to look at what he wrote in Sefer Bamidbar in the book of Numbers. You see that the rabbis quoted from Bamidbar 9.12. And Rashi comments on Bamidbar 9.10, referring to our Gemara here and writes, On Pesach Sheni, one may have Matzah or Hametz together in one's house, and there is no prohibition of Hametz except with, with him while he eats. Meaning the only Isur of Hametz on Pesach Shini is to eat of the Koban Pesach with Hametz. But there is no problem of having Hametz in one's house while eating of the Koban Pesach Shini. Now the Minchat Chinuch, a commentator on Sefer HaChinuch, who died in 1874 in Ukraine, actually disagrees with Rashi, writing that there is no Isur of Hametz while eating the Koban Pesach, but only for the time of eating kezait of the korban, the size of an olive. Once that little piece of the korban is eaten with matzah, the rest of the korban could be eaten even with hametz, 
Now let's continue a bit in our Mishnah. הראשון טעון הלל באכילתו, והשני אינו טעון הלל באכילתו. זה וזה טעון הלל בעשייתם, ונחלין צלי על מצאו מרורים ודוחין את השבת. The first requires reciting halal when it's eaten. The second does not require halal when it's eaten. But both require halal when it is sacrificed. And they are eaten roasted with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. And they override Shabbat. The Gemara asks, Whence do we know it? Said Rabbi Yochanan on behalf of Rabbi Shimon ben Yehotzadak, Scripture said, You shall have a song as in the night when a festival is celebrated. The night that is celebrated for a festival requires shir, meaning halal, while the night which is not celebrated for a festival does not require halal. Remember that we recite halal on Lail HaSedar at night. Now if you look in the Mishnah on Megillah 20b, you'd see there it states clearly that halal is recited during the day. Another thing we do when reciting Hallel on Lela Pesach is that we actually break it up in two parts. The first part before we drink the second cup of wine, and the second part after meal before the fourth cup. On what days Hallel is recited, and whether the full Hallel or the short Hallel is discussed in Talmud Intractate Arachin 10 Aleph and B. But if you look there, you will see that curiously, neither Pesach Rishon no Pesach Sheni are listed. Nachmanides, the Ramban, was troubled by this and tried to understand why this could be. In his Chidushei Ramban on Psachim 117b, he explains that the reason that Arachin 10b doesn't mention Pesach is that it maybe only deals with the occasions on which Hallel is set during the day or alternatively, he also says it could be because in the Sugya in Arachin it discusses Halal that is said in connection to a specific day, and not in connection to the performance of a specific mitzvah, meaning the sacrifice of the Koban Pesach, or the eating of the Koban Pesach, which our Gemara in Pesachim deals with. As today, we have no Koban Pesach anymore, since the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash. It has become customary to eat some matzah, during one of the meals on Pesach Sheni, in commemoration of Al Matzot Yuchluhu, they shall eat with unleavened bread. The other reminder of Pesach Sheni that remains with us today is that Tachanun, the daily prayer of supplication which is normally said during morning and afternoon services, is also omitted in order to remind us of the joyous occasion that Pesach Sheni once had as an opportunity to bring the Koban Pesach for those who who did not do so on Pesach Rishon. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.